Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And this week we have with us Miss Judelin. She is a singer-songwriter here in Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, she's kind of getting her start, really, as far as becoming, you know, I mean, you've been doing this for a while, but mm-hmm. you've just recorded your first album. I have, yeah. And that's really what we're here to kind of talk about and promote a little bit is this album that you're about to put out. We've heard it, and it's really impressive. You're a very talented, young uh, musician, up and coming. Mm-hmm. And so uh, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> How, how do you, how, is it, like, how do you start off? You're very young. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I'm 18. 18 years mm-hmm. old, very young. When do you start doing, well, let me ask you this first of all. Mm-hmm. Like, when do you start, like, the love of music? Like, when does that first start? How does that, where, where do you remember? Um, I, I've always loved music. I feel like ever since I was a kid, my parents always, like, played a bunch of music growing up, like, all genres. So I really just kind of. I got my a lot of my music taste from them, you know, like they were they they're just really involved in music, like just playing music all the time, all the time. So, I think it started there. And um, growing up, I was always in choirs, you know, like that's kind of where it started. I never really wanted, and it's nothing. It's it's something I never really wanted to do, but it just kind of happened because I grew passion for it. So. I got you. So you you were kind of like set in that direction, kind of like, and as mm-hmm. you as it you accumulated these this time doing it, you mm-hmm. grew to love it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so around, I'd say, 14, 13 or 14, 7th grade, I think, um, my grandma passed away. So um, that that really started my career um, because I got my, um, I really wanted a guitar for, like, around first grade. So I got a guitar for Christmas, and I never used it for around six years. And after she passed, I, like... I just, I needed something to do. Like, I, I was thinking too much. I needed something to let all my emotions out. So I, I like, I literally looked in the corner of my room and I saw my guitar and I, I just, it just sparked a thought in me. I'm like, I've never touched this guitar in the past six years. It's collecting dust. I need to pick it up, you know? I gotta, t- I gotta try to learn it. Because when I first got it, I was, I was too small for it. I couldn't, like, physically hold it, so yeah. I couldn't learn it. So, um... I, yeah, so I picked it up. I started learning, like, covers and stuff, and then... How'd you just learn them? I, I learned them with chord diagrams and YouTube videos, uh, so I, I'm self-taught. Um, so I started doing um, covers, and um, then... How are you picking your covers at this point? How old are you saying? You're just, like, 14? Like, yeah, thir- I was 14 at the So are you, what are you, what kind of, are you picking what's popular right now, or are you picking out, like, something, what's, what's your, what was your go-to? Covers wise, um. Well, I think the first song I learned was um. What was it? It was a Pearl Jam song. Oh where, oh where can my baby be? Oh okay. What's what's the name of that song? What's the name of, you know that song, Pat? What the name of it is? I can't think of it. Yeah, I can't think of it. I don't know, but I know about. I know the song you're talking about though. Um, I learned that was my first song because the chords were really easy. The chord progression, and then my favorite artist, um. At the time, and still one of my favorite artists is Melanie Martinez. So I was really into her music. So I started playing like covers of hers, and she was on The Voice around the same time of first grade as well. So, um, I, you know, I kind of grew to love her as I was growing up. So I was learning her songs as well to cover, and that's when I started posting little covers. You know, not seriously. I was just doing it for fun as a hobby. But then it started. You know. Yeah. Right. 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 I really right. liked it. So. So then, so is your 
did you find the guitar was kind of easy for you or easier? Because, you know, also, you know, a lot of people don't pick up an instrument like the guitar because they're intimidated by it. You know, they mm-hmm. realize there's going to be work involved and there's stuff to right. actually learn how to play this thing. So when you start picking this guitar up and you're able, you know, your hand's big enough to actually wrap around, mm-hmm. was it easier? Did you find it was a lot easier than you thought it would be? Or did you really have to work at it in the beginning to really get it? I'd say both. It's e- like once you start trying to learn it, it is easier than you think because you're, you know, putting the work in. But it is a lot difficult because it's it's really painful on your hands to like build the calluses and stuff. It's it like your hands get really sore within the first couple of weeks of weeks of trying to learn guitar. Um, but I was really like determined to do it, so I wouldn't say it's it was that difficult. But um, you have to have determination to learn it for sure. And then you had to learn how to sing while you play your guitar. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. you have to do that part, and that's so that's a whole nother. So you had to take another step forward mm-hmm. to get yourself to even be able to do that. Exactly, and it's actually so funny because I still have all of the videos from when I first started to try to play, and you can just see the progress throughout each video. Every time I try to like try to uh, sing a song, I would record it. So I have, still have all those videos, and it's actually so funny to look back on and like, wow, that's like, cool. The, like the first stages of learning how to play is like insane. So you actually were recording yourself through a lot of the, a, a lot of your progression period. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys have like documentation of all this stuff. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, like that's unbelievable. Yeah. Is that when the seriousness of it started kind of is what you're it saying? It really did because I was doing it as a hobby at first and then I started writing my first songs and then I would go downstairs and I'm like, Hey parents, you know, going to listen to this new thing. I wrote? Hey parents. Is that what yeah. you would say? <laughs> hey mom and dad. <laughs> No, hey, mommy and daddy. That's I got you. I got you. And then I'd be like, hey, look at this new song I wrote. And, you know, they, like they were like, like really shocked at it. I, I feel like I didn't even know what I was writing at the time. Like I was just doing it for fun. And they were like, they really seen something in me. And that's when it really, I was like, I think I'm destined to do this. You know, you felt good about it. I really did. Now, now, like, when, you know, I'm just curious. Like when you, you write your first song, mm-hmm. how, how do you think you knew how to do that? Because, like, you know, there's song, not, now you know song structures, and now you understand mm-hmm. how songs are, are actually created. Mm-hmm. You know, you have hooks, and you have, but you didn't really, you didn't know any about that. None, none of that, you know, mm-hmm. it was just something you just did. What, mm-hmm. How do you think, what do you, what do you, what do you think you pulled from to, to, to accomplish something like that? Um, well, when I first started, like, I, I would write um, little songs to, like, um, instrumentals people made on YouTube. That's kind of like around the time where it started. And then when I started playing guitar, um, I actually, <laughs> the first song I wrote was I'll Never Understand. And it had the same chord progression as the Pearl Jam song, but <laughs> it was just a capo on fret two instead of like they didn't use a capo. So it was like up yeah, right. transposed, so- I guess. Um, so I used the same chord progression as that song and I wanted to write something of my own. So that's where that song came about. Oh, so that's how you kind of started off. You kind of yeah. started off like everybody else does using somebody else's stuff exactly. to, to, <laughs> exactly. to get an idea. And eventually it grew into, into figuring it out. And then mm-hmm. you started doing that. Now, when you're, as, as you're going through, you know, this process, you're also getting out sometimes and you're, and you're, you're not just, you know, huddling in a room writing songs. You're actually mm-hmm. getting out there, you're performing, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you've gotten into some competitions, you've done all right. kinds of stuff. You've been, I mean, you've been out there trying to make this thing out there, get it out to people, right? I mean, right. let other people know what's going on. Right. Tell me about the first one of those. Like when, when's the first time you actually get out and play in front of some strangers and stuff that don't really know who you are? Um, well, I'd say before even performing in front of anyone, I've kind of practiced with that with, um, 
uh, doing live streams. I did a lot of live streams and I was performing for, you know, my live like audience on like Instagram and, um, TikTok. But the first time I did perform was in seventh grade before I even started writing my own stuff. And I sang a cover of Hey Jude by the Beatles for my grandma Wow! because she was actually, she passed away two weeks before, um, the talent show like took place and she was supposed to come. So she, you know, she wasn't able to come. So I sang that song in memory of her. And that's when it really started, I feel like. Um, that was the first, you know, performance I really had by myself. And I, I just knew right away that I really liked it. You know, I knew I had to do it for her. I wanted to make her proud, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then, and then like, it, like, a lot of, like a lot of musicians, the pandemic hits. And mm-hmm. so you're affected by all that also, which right. is why, like you said, you were doing a lot more streaming at this point and stuff like that. Because yes. that's the only option that most, most musicians have at this yes. point. They're out there doing the streaming thing. Mm-hmm. They're not really able to get out and perform live. Now, mm-hmm. after that, let me back up while that's actually happened. Mm-hmm. Are you writing a lot of your music during that time, during the pandemic? Are you able to, because it's downtime, you're not able to get out there and do other things? You're kind of right. locked in? Right. Um. So I think around that time... I was actually starting to write my second album. I was already done writing my first album. My first album I wrote, all, pretty much all of it, was eighth grade. Um, the only song that I really wrote from this album around quarantine was um, Autumn Leaves. And that song I actually did at home. Not like, you know, I did the rest of the instrumentation here. But um, I actually did that song acapella. Like, not acapella. Um freestyle I freestyled that song so I had a guitar loop throughout the whole thing and then I just vented out and the whole song structure just somehow came to be I didn't even you know I had no idea what I wanted the song to be about I just kind of just started letting it out and it just I just happened I don't I really don't even know how that song even came (laughs) to be but um yeah so that's the only song I wrote during quarantine from the first album the second album was more like at home stuff it's more like of a I'd say like hip hop kind of feel, um, which you guys will see more of when I, you know, finish my second album. But yeah, um, the majority of my album was written before quarantine and all that. Really? Yeah. So, you, so you did you do anything? So you basically wrote most. Of, you were writing for the next album during quarantine, mm-hmm. and and so that stuff that's that's shelved right now. You're still working yes. on that before it comes out and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So is your is your writing these these songs? Are, are you get, trying to get involved with um, people like producers or anything like that to try to catapult your, at this time? Is this did that ever come into play where you know people were either you were seeking people or people were seeking you and you were trying to get out there and do more with this? Um yeah, so around 2020, my dad um, actually reached out to I, I don't really remember why, but he reached out to a guy named MC Brains and. Um, we started working, like, he was my producer for a while. We did a song together, Good Night. He produced that song. Um, you know, he got me a lot of opportunities I'm really appreciative of. Um, you know, he, he was kind of like a mentor at the time. You know, we worked a lot together, um, did Good Night. And, you know, I, that's where he, he got me a couple performances. He got me, a, like, a little kind of thing like this. It was, like, a little radio thing. Um you know, I, I had some opportunities there, you know. Yeah, so he was, he was showing you some, like, the beginning. This is the first right. time you guys saw beyond writing right. and recording, basically. Right, right. And that's where I was like, oh, my God, like, I really have something, you know, because I was starting to get somewhere, you know. Like, this is the first Seeing the fruits I'm, of your labors, of basically. Exactly. It, of all I've been working for, you know, it's, it's starting to blossom and become actually something, you know. So then you guys eventually part ways? 
<laughs> for whatever reasons, right? Like, like, they, like, just decided to go in a little different directions, maybe, or something yeah, to that yeah. nature. Would that, would that be accurate? Mm-hmm. Um, I do. So, Black Sheep on this album. So, <laughs> I'm going to release a second version that I done with him on my next album. So, yeah. So then, what happens is, you you uh, at one point your dad gets in touch with me because, like I said, your dad and I go way back, mm-hmm. and he says, "Hey, Julian has." A situation where she's got all this music written, she's ready to record it, mm-hmm. and he knows I have the show. So he asks, he's like, "Do you know anybody?" You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens I we know somebody, and right. he's literally on the other side of the wall." <laughs> and we talk about him all the time, and he's get a lot of people in here who record with Chris and mm-hmm. Chris Decola, mm-hmm. Signal Flow Studios, right? Right. You go over there, and 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 we won't mention any names, but aside from MC. Uh, brains mm-hmm. you guys had also talked with some other people along the lines too and stuff and you have you weren't having any real luck at this point right like it's not that they were bad or good it was just you just weren't feeling the, the connection with these right, people right? right like i'm a very i'd say unique artist so it's it's really hard for me to find somebody that really really gets me you know? and it makes you feel comfortable right mm-hmm. you meet chris mm-hmm. how does he make you feel immediately i was like I felt like it was a fit, you know, like he has like a different kind of music taste, you know, like me. So I just feel like immediately he got my vibe and he got, you know, what I was trying to do. And I'm actually very proud of how my album turned out. Very. I heard, I listened to the whole thing a couple times now Mm -hmm. and you know, you can tell, I can tell where he's, where where he puts his, you know, you just, you start hearing Chris sometimes, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, he's got that, he's got that way about him, but, Mm -hmm. but. It's a really interesting album. It's amazingly mm-hmm. different, like you said. Yeah. And I love some of the layering that goes on, even though you're kind of, you know, he, he you, you have other instruments on in this album mm-hmm. and other things going on. Uh, there's a, a very prominent bass throughout this album that's being played mm-hmm. also that's cool. You know, right. it's very, it's a very well done album. Thank you. And it's, and you're right, the production of it is, is top notch, but that's oh, yeah. what you get from him. Mm-hmm. That's that was why I was so excited when he asked me that. I was like, "Well, yeah, dude, she'll sound really good when this one's done." Believe yeah. me. He complimented the album very well. Yeah. So he really got across what I was always imagined with this album. So I'm very, very grateful for that. That's that's awesome. That is awesome. Now, as far as some of the competitions we were talking about that you've been in, now mm-hmm. you've been in, you have been in some things where you've competed, and we're talking big ones, not some, you know, <laughs> some, you know, the the eighth grade of a high school or something like that. Right, right. And and I also want to talk to you a little bit and a little bit about some of the, like other competitions. Like you're at an age right now where you were talking about the voice a little mm-hmm. bit ago, right? You mentioned it, mm-hmm. and and I think we're in a at a place where a lot of I want to say kids <laughs> your age. <laughs> but but they, this is what they've grown up seeing and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. They've seen that this is like, and and you know, guys like Pat and I go, well, that's not real, right? That's not how it really happens. That's that's a, a fantasy show, mm-hmm. and it really it, it messes up people's heads about how this can happen I, and how this works. I agree with that. Um, from my experience, I actually uh, auditioned for all of the talent shows, you know, America's Got Talent, The Voice, American Idol. Um, especially during quarantine, like a little bit before during quarantine. And you just got to keep in mind when you're trying for those things that it is a TV show. 
you know, like, I feel like it's discouraging for a lot of artists because they, they don't know about that. You know, there's so many people that audition for these shows and nobody's guaranteed to get on. They make it look like on TV that you just go right to that, you know, right yeah. on live TV. That's not how it works. Well, and, and they make you think that because you have a really, uh, you, you're somebody who has a really good voice mm-hmm. or you're somebody who can write a good song, that that automatically means someone will recognize you and you're going to be a star now. That's just no, going to work out. that's not it's the it It's the absolute complete opposite, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it, it takes a lot of work. It really does. It, it takes a lot. Of and you learn. And, you know, just, it Don't, is a lot of work. Do you learn that along the way more and more as you go? I mean, is, it, is, that, is that something you think that you, you figure out more? Is that <clears throat> as you go along this thing, you realize there's a lot more to this I still right. got, I'm, I'm learning that I got to do even more and even more. Yeah, it's a learning, it's, you're learning every day, trying to get better at what you're doing. I'm still trying to get comfortable with talking about myself and promoting myself with people. Like, that's really crucial to wanting to get somewhere. And, you know, as a person that really hates talking about themselves, it's really hard for me to, like, be like, just go up to somebody and be like, hey, check me out. You know, like, I hate talking about myself. Yeah, I really it's, do. It feels weird. It feels it feels kind of strange. It you really know? does, yeah. yeah. It does. It does. You know, I, I totally understand that. And and right now, too, I'm, I'm curious about, like, your, your, your age, you know. Mm-hmm. This is a time where a lot of kids your age, especially girls your age, really want to just hang out with their friends and go out and do stuff and, you know. And, and. And there's sacrifices to be made to do what you're trying to accomplish here. There is. Versus that, does that does that sometimes, you find that to be a little complicating sometimes? It really is, especially recently, you know, like, before, like, in quarantine, you really couldn't see anyone. So I had all the time in the world, but once it got back kind of to normal, you know, I, you know... I got, like, a lot of friends, and I, I just want to be out all the time, and it's really hard to just do, to do both when you're trying to have a normal life and also have to do this, too, because i got to keep in mind I'm not a normal teenager, you know? Like, you're trying not to be. That's what, I mean, that's I'm really what it comes to be, yeah. yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you are a normal teenager, but you're trying mm-hmm. to do something different that's not, that kind of takes you out of that realm of normal. Exactly. What, so what's I do, considered normal. I do have to make sacrifices, and it's really hard sometimes because I, I need to, you know, have experiences to write about, you know, I'm going to have writer's block if I just sit at home and write all the time, you know? Yeah. So I got to experience some things to be able to write too. Now, now do you, you know, I'm, I'm, I was looking at some of your lyrics and stuff like that mm-hmm. and there's some darkness in your lyrics. I've noticed you have a, you have a, a certain darkness about you that that's kind of like, um, you know, you have a, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but I mean, like, cause it, that's, I think what inspires a lot of artists is, is a, a more darker side of things. But mm-hmm. where do you think that comes from? Um, that is a really good question. I'd say a lot of my music influences, maybe. I, I feel like, because my big influences are Melanie Martinez, Lana Del Rey, you know, like, Billie Eilish. They all kind of have this dark undertone to them, but kind of overlay it with a sort of sweetness that you don't really, you have to really dig deep into their music to really know what they're talking about. Yeah. So that's kind of, I feel like, maybe where I get it from. Um, I feel like everybody has both sides to them. So I feel like I just really uh, showcase the good and the bad in all of my music. And, and I, you know, you mentioned that, especially, I'm just talking about your music. Mm-hmm. When you were with MC Brains, you, you put out a song and there was a video that went with it. It was kind mm-hmm. of a, a hippie hop type. Right. <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> but it was. It had, it, but actually, it was a really good song. It had, it had a really good beat to it. It sounded good. You did a really good job. And the, you, you, did, you guys cut a video for it mm-hmm. where you, you pull off the whole hip hop thing you know it's like everything about that it it was really good right if you if so if people see that video Mm -hmm. and they're like oh this new album 
this new album and that video and that song, they're two totally different exactly. things going on here. What you're doing in that video is more popular. Mm-hmm. It's a little more, like I say, it's a little more hip-hop. It's, mm-hmm. it's good. It's a great, really good song. Thank you. But it's a little more hip-hop type right. feel. This is definitely more of an indie type singer-songwriter, modern-day singer-songwriter right. feel to it. Right. But very different um, in its own way. I am very experimental. I want to keep people on their toes. I want to be in all different kinds of genres and experiment with all different kinds of genres. And you'll see that from the difference between, you know, that song, my first album, and then my second album. It's going to be all completely different vibes. Uh, I would say my second album's more of like a, like R&B, not R&B, but like hip-hop, R&B, poppy kind of, you know, it's it's fresh. Um, to, just It's totally different from my first album. So I do want to keep people on their t- on their toes and like I, I want to be unpredictable. Like Very I don't want I, I don't want to be predictable at all. I want people to not know what's coming next for me. Cool, cool. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay, cool. We'll come back in a couple minutes with Judelin. <laughs> You're listening to Level Up Cleveland. What's going on, Level Up listeners? Signal Flow Studios is a Cleveland recording studio founded in 2013, located in the steel yard just down the hall from Brian and Pat at Level Up Cleveland. At Signal Flow, we pride ourselves in offering top quality audio and a great recording experience to artists here in town and from across the country. But what makes us unique at Signal Flow is our undivided attention to the people who keep us going. That's you, the artists. So come on in and let us make your music our top priority. You can book online at www.signalflowstudio.com or give us a call at 216-920-2075. We'll see you soon. And we are back with Judelin. <laughs> anyways, well, so we were touching on your music a little bit and stuff like that and, and, and the differences, you know, before when you were with doing with uh, Brains, you were doing some more hip-hop stuff. This album is a little more, the first one that's just come out recently is a little more singer-songwriter-oriented. It's you and your guitar, and then there's some backup music in the background, but it's really you and your guitar and, 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 and the songs, you know, and that's what this album is. And then you were saying that the next one will be even a little more R and B, a little more a little different than the first two completely, and, and, mm-hmm. and taking it in a whole other direction. Right. I am um, looking. I'm looking to have a lot of collabs with this next album. What does that mean when you say that? I I like hooks with rappers. I feel like would as a oh. goal for oh this collabs. Album. Yes. Collaborations. Yes. I got you. I understand. I thought you said collapse. No. Okay. I got no no. I got you. So collaborations. As you're saying. Yes. So you're I gonna bring other. You want to bring some other artists in I with do. you. I do. What do you? Wh- how do you think you're gonna find artists? Where are you gonna get them from? I'm not too sure. I do follow some on Instagram, so I'm gonna look f- to reach out to some of them. No no no. I'm interested in this. Okay, mm-hmm. because um, as you're getting older here, mm-hmm. and you, you you really you know have been kind of like doing this on your own. You and your dad basically have been the team that's been really doing all of this. Mm-hmm. You're going to start meeting different musicians now, and you already kind of have, right? I mean, like this is this process has already kind of started to take place. You're going to start getting into, involved into the scene a little bit, where you're going to start meeting different musicians now. Right. You're going to start people are going to start wanting to meet you, right? And you know, even even on this album that you just put out, even though it's really you who wrote it, but there's drums on this album. There's some bass on this album. There's different things on this album. Are mm-hmm. you planning on maybe one day putting a band together and having like the whole full thing, and then having you as you know, it could still be Judelin, mm-hmm. like Madonna or whoever else, but it, but but you have your band, and right. is that is that ever is that something maybe you're thinking about doing? It is something I'm thinking about doing, especially with live performing, um, to play like all, because I have so many different instruments in this album, you know, drums, bass, you know, I, I was definitely looking towards 
um, having a band behind me to live perform. Um, it's definitely in my thoughts, but I do think that I work better alone, like, you know, because I really get myself. Um, so it is hard for me to work with other people sometimes um, if it's, like, them working with me. But if I'm working with them, I'm very versatile, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 you're saying it's if, if when you talk about collabs, for mm-hmm. instance, if somebody else wanted you to collab with them. It's easy for it's, me. You're, you're, it's really, you're a really good fit for that. But right. when it's your own personal stuff, it's you, you kind of feel a little guarded and you're kind of like, eh. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, it is really hard. Um, cause I do have a, a really like a vision with what I want to do. So it's, it's hard sometimes. Now, now is it, do you think it's let me just real quick? Do you think it's hard because you just haven't found a person that you, that that's that person yet? Or do you think it's just hard in general? Um, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I think, you know, like I, I, we, I think a lot of people feel that way in music until somebody comes along and they're like, Oh wow, you and I kind of like. Let's, yeah, let's I feel like that's probably where it's at. I mean, I haven't, you know, met too many people yet. I mean, the people I have met, I do get along with. I do like we do like complement each other really well. Um, so you're just a little guarded on your songs. Well, that's maybe it. a little but bit. I, yeah, that's, no, that's fine. I mean, I think I think that's a, a lot of people are are. There's a lot of people like that. You know, I find that I think there's two different kinds of artists. I think there's artists who are very confident in what they write and they're very guarded about what they're writing and they're, and, and that's, this is the song. And I think there's the other kind of artists who they have ideas, mm-hmm. but they're, they're not really good at putting full ideas together and they kind of rely on other people to kind of help aid in helping them figure this thing out a little bit and mm-hmm. improving the songs and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and those are the two different kind of people really, you know what I mean? And if, there's nothing wrong with either one of them, and there's nothing, you know what I mean? It's like you're one or the other. I feel like I'm definitely both at times. I'm not one or the other. Um, so I, I was really uh, like that with, like, how I wanted this album to sound. And so, you know, like, I worked really well with Chris. So um, I don't even know where I'm going with that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. No, I mean, <laughs> I, well, I'm just saying, though, with the, with, as far as music goes, and do you other play, do you play other instruments? Do you Do you I ever, do, do you? I do. Um, I mean, not as serious as I, I do guitar. I do play a little bit of keyboard um, for, like, at-home demos before I take it to the studio. So a little Again, bit Again, self-taught? Yeah. I'm self-taught with everything, so, yeah. Have you ever thought about going and getting some lessons from somebody just to... Just I to have. Yeah, I have, because when I play guitar, I don't really play... Like, I want to learn how to, like, play, like... A little more tech, and technique stuff. and stuff too, maybe just to figure out maybe. Right, right. Because I, I only play chords and stuff on guitar, so I definitely want to improve on my guitar skills. I feel like that. Like a rip and lead every once in a while. You're gonna exactly. rip a, a lead guitar exactly. solo that's, off. And... That's my goal. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I could teach myself that. That's a little technical. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool, man. You, that be. album would be great. When you say you're gonna catch people off guard when you put the heavy metal album out, <laughs> and, and you got the and you're playing the <laughs> solos on it, that would be great. Maybe my third album. Yeah. Who knows? You don't know. So do you have the whole second album pretty much done, are you saying? Or do you still got more that you want to add to it? Um, I definitely say I have a little bit more than half. I have, I have about five songs, I think. So I definitely need more. Um, and they're like ideas right now. They're not full songs. There's a couple full songs, but they definitely need some, you know, more thought. So, so I'm, a little, back into that. I'm a little curious as to how you're doing this because mm-hmm. – because, um, 
So you have an 11 song album that you're putting out right mm-hmm. now, 11 songs. This this is kind of an old school method of putting your music out. Mm-hmm. This the, the way you're you're seeing more and more and more artists doing it now is single by single by single by single. Right. And then sometimes they'll put a collab, you know, once they have enough singles out, that becomes their work of art and that becomes right. the album and stuff like that. You're 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 doing it the old school way basically, mm-hmm. which is you're, you have a collection of songs, you're recording all of them together, mm-hmm. and then putting it out as one huge work. Right. I feel like that's just what worked best for me, because I wanted, like, I've been working on this music since I was, you know, young, like 14, so I really wanted to just get it out there so I can start working on my new stuff. I feel like it was kind of holding me back a little bit and um, stunting my growth, I would kind of say, because I just wanted to get it out. Um, but... I feel like I, I don't write concept albums, but I do write songs as a group, and I kind of just want to put them all out at once, you know. So, 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 I was just going to ask that. So, so mm-hmm. basically, when you're writing these songs, you, you feel as if this collection of work, even though these are all songs are different, mm-hmm. they all have something in common that right. makes them this one group of work. Exactly. Now that you, you, writing is not a perfect process, so so you you know as you're writing these songs, you're, you're probably going to write a song or two that doesn't really fit into this, mm-hmm. but it just it just kind of does. Yeah. Would you be willing to re- like release that as a single while this process is going on? So like you know mm-hmm. you're you're working on your second album, you wrote this song, it just it's a really good song, but right. it's not going to go with this. Right. Would you be Would you go record it and then maybe put it out as a single? Would that be something? I you- was thinking either that or maybe like revisit it and t- completely change the vibe of it to match my second album. So. Okay your third album or your fourth or album, exactly. how would it, so whatever it is, you're, you're, you put mm-hmm. that in the bank and then maybe alter it a little bit. I would say there's about there's a lot of songs that are, didn't make the cut but definitely could in the future. Maybe they just need to do uh, like a little something different about them to for me to like them. <laughs> um, they're good, you know, I just like, I feel like I really wanted to pick the best of my work and put it in this album to put out. So so then why wouldn't you record release those as singles? Mm-hmm. Like, like you could, you, because you could release this. Because I, I'll tell you why I think that. Because mm-hmm. you can keep yourself relevant mm-hmm. by with new material, constantly refreshing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, your your album will come out. That's eleven songs. That that keeps people occupied for a little while. Right. But but then then you're then you're that album. Just think about it like you think about anyone that releases an album. Right. It comes out. It's new. It's fresh. You hear mm-hmm. it. You hear it. You hear it. You hear it. Right. And then you're ready for something new. I'm thinking, now that I'm talking about this, I'm really thinking about doing a deluxe album instead. Ooh. I feel like that would be really nice. So you have multiple, like, stuff going on in mm-hmm. one with one release mm-hmm. for your second release. Mm-hmm. This would be for the second release. Right. So, so, you'll, you'll, so you'll have, like, the main work, mm-hmm. and then you'll have, like, bonus work that goes with exactly, it. Exactly, like, maybe, like, three or four songs, two, three, four songs that I could add and, like, re-release the album. Maybe do something a little bit different. So releasing the singles just doesn't sound good to you at all. You, there's something about that that just it, it, irritates there's just, you. Yeah, there's just right? something about it. I just feel like it's like a <laughs> loose end, like a little straggler. I just I like it together. I don't know what that is, but it's yeah, it's just how I feel. Yeah, well, no, that's and that's fine <laughs> because that's really what it comes down to. I think comfort in this whole thing is most important. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, if you're doing something that doesn't feel comfortable, people will pick up on that. And, and they'll know it, and it won't be as good as the stuff that you, you, you feel comfortable with. I, at least that's my opinion, and that's kind of what we, we, you see all the time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, as far as that goes, um, locally, mm-hmm. you know what, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's talk about some of the competitions you were in, because I okay. am curious. Yeah, I want because those are some cool stuff, some cool stories about that. Right. You said you tried out for some of the big ones, you know, of the American course. Idols and The Voice. Yeah. Real quick, anything about those you want to talk about where you were just kind of like... Like, what would you say to somebody if you were just talking about that moment, those moments? What, what about those stick out? 
don't think you don't do it to get on the shows do it because you want to have fun you know like I I wish I kind of had that in mind when I was doing it because I was like I, I really was kind of bummed that I didn't get anywhere doing that um I did a couple of times I was really like thinking that I was going to get on because the producers are like, oh, you know, I get to the second round of the pre-auditions, I would say, and they would be like, you know, uh, try out in a couple years. I feel like you're just a little young or this and that. That was some of the responses you were getting? Yeah, that was some of the responses I was getting. One time I got like a VIP audition. I was like, oh my God, I might actually get on the show this time. It, It just never happened. So I would just tell people not to get their hopes up about it just to do it for fun you know because it, it is a tv show you're not guaranteed to get on it at all is that how you kind of approach this whole thing yeah actually um i just i kind of just wanted to have fun doing it you know i, I you know I, I was having a lot more fun doing my own thing like with live streams and stuff i wasn't really too worried about the auditions with stuff yeah so it's, you know it's like it's all fun and games it's almost like a hobby and then all of a sudden it's not right is that right. would you would you is that a pretty good description of? I would say yeah yeah and then all of a sudden there's like work involved and stuff like that but it's still fun right I mean, you're still mm-hmm. having a lot of fun right and and as far as the creative part you know like you know this is something that a lot of people don't get to do right you know mm-hmm. like where you you take zero just thin air and now you, there's a song, and, right. and and that song's created before anyone even knows about it except you because it's right. it's all up here already, right. and it's just your job now to figure out how to flush this thing out and get someone else to be able to understand what the hell I'm thinking. No, exactly. Right. And a really big struggle. It's actually kind of funny is having a song stuck in your head that you haven't even made yet. Yeah. Like just singing it out loud and exactly. over and over and the whole thing. And and you're like sometimes it's happened to me and I'm like how do I get this from my head to it to my ears. You know, like, and there's some songs that I've just lost, you know, doing that. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. Yeah, no, it is. And and you, the thing about this also that I think happens also is along the way is then you start to flush it out. And as you're doing Mm -hmm. that, you're like, oh, no, that's not, I don't want that no more. Exactly. I like this one. I just did better now. And it changes, right? I mean. It still really kind of freaks me out knowing that I've actually made my own music and my own album. Sometimes I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, how did I make that? Like, it's just, it just kind of freaks me out sometimes. Now, you know, we're doing a lot of this stuff through high school. Yeah, exactly. And, and how were you, how were you perceived in high school by other, how were they, how were you received, I should say? By, um, like, how did that go with you? Did kids take this seriously? Did they make fun of you at all for that? Thinking like, oh, what, are you going to be a rock star? Yeah, I did not get the best feedback at all. Uh, definitely, yeah, I, I was kind of bullied my whole school, like, ever since I was a kid. Um, so in high school, people would tease me, you know, call me, call me names like good night girl or, uh, oh, look, it's Jude Lynn. Like I've, nobody took me seriously at all. Everybody, you know, made fun of me. Um, one of my relationships, people would go up to my boyfriend and be like, I don't know about her, you know, like, don't, don't, don't be with her. You know, it's just, it's just, people have a lot to talk about. And I feel like that was a lot of talk before my album. I haven't really heard anything about Nothing, since yeah. I released the album, so it was like a squash. You it feel, kind do you of feel was. like it squashed it a little? I hope so, because <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's really like I would like to say I don't care what people think, but it does kind of affect you a little sure. bit, you know. Um, it, just people, it, I wasn't well received because I am doing something different that nobody else is doing. Yeah, you know? so people well, do have a lot to talk about. Well, there's a stigmatism that goes with all this music stuff, especially you know, like. You, you can't get away from this either, you know? And we feel it just even, you know, no matter what you're doing, people will give you that thing. If you're in a band, 
especially, mm-hmm. right? And and you're and you're older. You know, mm-hmm. you've been doing so well. You get people, what are you still doing this for? You think you're gonna be a rock star? You know, it's a, nobody does this to be a rock star. Mm-hmm. If it happens, it happens, but that's not why you're doing it. I mean, there's people who think that that's why they're doing it, but if that's why you're doing it, you're going to probably get disappointed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It happens for different reasons. It's not why you do it. Right. I mean, I feel like the, the hardest part about it is, like, kind of the harassment. Like, the constant harassment I had to deal with for years. Um, it's still going on, actually. Um, but but I do believe I do believe that there's a, a level of jealousy that plays into a lot of this stuff. And mm-hmm. I hate to say it like that because, you know, people get, well, I'm not jealous of anything. It's not exactly. that you're jealous of the person. It's just this person's doing something that everybody, you know, everybody envisions themselves whether they like it to admit it or not, mm-hmm. being on the stage, singing the song that's on the radio, da, 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 da. everybody at some point in their life thinks that they are going to be, they could be a rock star, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when there's somebody who's actually doing it that they know, they're not gonna, they they don't want to be your fan, period. Exactly. Period. That's just not gonna ever happen. And you know, like I think that's the one thing that a lot of times people are most shocked at when they're doing this is like, I can't believe the people who don't really pay attention to anything I'm doing. I thought these were like. The people, when I first thought this would be paying all the attention. Exactly. Your support is not going to come from the people around you. Not much. Not every, right. Not much. Right, right, right. There right. is some people, of course. Right, I right, do right. have a, some supporters, yes. Yeah, you got a great support system. I do, actually. I'm great. So I'm very thankful. Yeah, but I mean, system. but it's not But it's not coming from the people you necessarily thought it would. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just. It's weird. It's really shocking, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It is really weird. And you're very talented. So, you know, like. It's it's good that you have the attitude that you have, though, that you're not being really affected by this to the point where it's deterring you from wanting to continue on because right because that that you know that's I think that happens to a lot of people. I think they let this kind of stuff that you're talking about, you know, like they'd rather be popular with right. their friends and stuff than take a chance no, on this. If anything, I feel like it's definitely pushed me to want to keep doing this and want to prove them wrong and and just you know. It, it just it actually added fuel to my fire for sure. Really? Yes. Excellent. That is excellent. <laughs> now, does does pops help with that that part of things? Does he help you? Oh, for sure. Does he's, he see you down a little bit and he's like, nah, nah, nah. Let's let's build her back up. No, for honestly, my whole life they've always you know built my confidence and <clears throat> let me know like I'm worthy of everything. You know, like they they just let me know like my worth. Yeah. So. so well, they are proud of you. Do you think this, uh, now that you've had these moments and, you, and, and you've done this recording the way you have and you've worked with a guy like Chris, your writing process, do you think it's altered a little bit now because of all that? You think now because, you know, other than the, just the regular progression, but I'm talking about like where you, you're, you're just now you're like thinking differently about how things work because now you've been involved in this other thing now and you're like, oh. Right. Is it, do you think that it changes a little bit about how you go about? Um... Or are you just back to the same old writing process, same old everything? I'm not as stressed out about making a full structure song as I used to be. Um, now I'm more, like, worried about making, like, just ideas. And then I bring it here and, like, finish the whole thing. Oh. So it's definitely affected the way I've written. And I'm not as stressed out or as, like, picky about what I'm doing. It's more of, like, an idea than an actual song. I got you. I got you. That's cool. So you're... So you're, you're you're that comfortable with working with Dakola that oh I am yeah that you can <laughs> for sure <laughs> that's pretty impressive that's a good dude, yeah yeah that's pretty impressive that's pretty impressive so what about playing out like you you have some stuff booked already like for this summer don't you I mean do you have stuff that you're gonna go out and you, are you guys doing stuff um 
as a, as a snow moment, we haven't really booked you gotta, anything. So now. we got to get you out there, we right? We really I mean, do. I, 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 it is my goal to tour. I want to tour and perform for people. So there's a lot of places you can play. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of places you can play at. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of. I think even in Berea, mm-hmm. I think the social isn't isn't the. What is that place called? I can't even think of it. It's right downtown. I can't even think of it. I think it's the, the something social. But that place, that, that's all they. That's what they do there. They have a lot of singer songwriter type acts in there. It's a little smaller. You can get in there. I, I don't think you have to be twenty one. I think if you have your dad, a lot of these places will let you. Not all of them, but some mm-hmm. of them will. Like, you know, as long as you're with somebody. But mm-hmm. you got to get out there and do it. You know, do more because you can't rely on doing any kind of like streaming anymore. Right. Right. I was just kind of. I, I just really want to get this album out now that like I'm going to be graduating and stuff. I'll have all the time in the world to do. All this kind of stuff, and I'm really excited for that. I want to fully put all of my energy into the. Career. So you just graduated? No, I'm going to graduate next month. So oh, it's I very. Mean, so this is yeah. So yeah, what am I thinking? That's almost. Yeah. So yeah, so you got so you just you just got your priorities in order right mm-hmm. now. So basically, you knew to get you had to get the album done so that you can focus on the end of the school year, exactly. get all your finals all done, and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. It's crazy though the talking like this though because you're because <laughs> because when I was in high school. I could never do this and do high school. I couldn't even do high school. You know what I mean? So I, could, I really couldn't. I was like, so this is crazy, you know, but it's amazing. Mm-hmm. What, what are you What are you finding like you're writing about with this new album more? Like with, with all the, do you ever, do you ever like take in what's going on in worldly or anything like that? Do you ever feel like um, that becomes something that comes out of you? For or? sure. I think that a lot of the main themes I'm um, writing about in this next album is, yeah, things going on in the world. Um, and a lot of, it's about relationships because obviously when I wrote my first album, I wasn't like, I I hadn't had too much experience with like my love life or anything, but I had a lot of experiences in my life, like high school, uh, high school experience. Yeah. High school experience that, um, I, I, you know, dated people and I, it really just, I have a lot of rights, a lot to write about. As far as this one goes, this one's going to, you have a lot to say. I do. And it's, it's just going to be all about like, it's not, about like oh he broke my heart this and that it's more of like the feeling it's i'm gonna try to portray the feeling of love and um heartbreak and all that kind of stuff all right we're gonna take a quick break okay cool we'll come back in a couple minutes with judelin <laughs> you're listening to level up cleveland want to be a guest on level up cleveland go to levelupcleveland.com and submit a guest application leave your name the name of your band or your performing act phone number, email address, and briefly tell us why you would be a good guest on Level Up Cleveland. We would love to have you on. And we are back with Judelin. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so we're going to play a video of you playing one of your songs. Okay, yeah. And what song did you pick for that? Deflated Animals. Driving around on your moped, I won't make sound Cause I don't care, I don't know how I'm still living Found out now, after all these years, you're a clown Creating tears of unknown animals, I'm now deflated Myself and sing. 
song right now mm-hmm. I, now um tell us people a little bit about the song why you, why'd you pick that one yeah um it's just one of my favorites off the album i really like to perform it i feel like it's a really kind of uplifting happy song but it's really not about that <laughs> the song is about anxiety and panic attacks and like, all that <laughs> kind of stuff so it, it's one of my favorites for that because i always wanted to write a song about that because i've dealt with anxiety my whole life like ever since i was really little i'm talking like five so you know, I, I really wanted to write a song about anxiety, and I feel like, you know, it's definitely one of my favorite songs. So I when you say you wanted to write about anxiety, though, did you write about it in the in the way that it's just like how it affected you or what it's like to you, or did you? Is this a song where you're kind of like reaching out to other people who might be feeling this and saying, "Hey, I've I've been there too." Um, I did write the song when I was having a panic attack, so I was talking about like the wow. room spinning. You know, like. I felt like I was losing my mind, you know, like this and that, like the walls are spinning, like all this kind of stuff of like feeling like kind of not, not paranoid, but like kind of freaking out. So I have wanted people to kind of like relate to that. Like, oh, like if they've had a, ever had a panic attack, like that's what the song kind of feels like, like the words of the song. All right. Well, we're about out of time. Okay. It was a great, great conversation. Yeah. Awesome time. Sure. Thank you for having me. No problem. <laughs> and I, I, I expect big things from you. I think you're going to do well. I like your, I like the, the way your attitude is, if nothing else. I mean, that alone is going to propel you far. You have a great <laughs> attitude. Thank and you. I mean, seriously. Thank you. Yeah, man. It was a really good time. And watch out. And do you have a name for this album, or are you just like, is this just Judalyn? Is the first album just going to be oh, Judalyn? Oh, the first album's name is I'll Never Understand. I'll Never Understand. Mm-hmm. And people can get this and listen to this on all the platforms? All platforms. They can purchase from my website. Um, yeah. It's all, I don't know. What's the website? What's the What's the... Uh, my website is judelin.com. So just go, just go to judelin.com. Judelin.com. Even as easy stuff. as that. Yeah. And as far as like when you, if you do get some dates where you're playing out and stuff, look, check out there or Facebook. Do you do Facebook also? 
Oh, my uh, Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is the main source okay. I use to update my fans for sure. But okay. I do use all platforms except for Twitter. <laughs> okay. That's 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 poison anyway. All right. Keep an eye out for Judelin. And that's it from us. So we'll see you guys next week. This has been Level Up Cleveland. There's a new episode every week. Available now on all streaming services. You can catch every episode of Level Up Cleveland on YouTube. Till next week, rock on. That'll be fine.